This is Nashville, the place I call home. A place that stays in my heart no matter where I go. Tomorrow's challenges are certain, but Nashville will stay together and seek new frontiers just as in the generations before us. Today I know, if anyone should ask, I can stand up and proudly say, I believe in Nashville. Welcome back. Welcome back. We are on episode 97. 97 episodes in a little bit over a year. That's a super accomplishment. I'm going to give myself an applaud for that. I'm pretty amazing. I'm pretty dope. And I got some good news for you guys right now. I got some really good news. Bubs is not on today's episode. So another applaud for that. Another applaud. She's still part of the show, but she's not on that episode. I have so much shit to talk to talk about, and I want to apologize for not dropping it. Um, not doing episode Tuesday. It's been a real fucking busy week, in a good way. We got the office studio running. It's um, a matter of fact, this is the first episode that we're recording at Rock Money Media. Another applaud! Wow, a lot of applaud going on, and I appreciate that, everybody. You guys are really fucking dope. I have a lot of shit going on. I went with my chick who's not my chick to Vegas. Um, just so many things going on. I'm the Super Bowl's in town right now, so LA's a little bit crazy. Um, with that being said, I'm just gonna fucking, you know, yo rock, draw me a sick ass beat. Yeah, I'm gonna let that shit play. I'm gonna let that shit play. I let it go long this time. Let that shit play. She's a hard ass fucking beat. So my grandma, you guys know she passed away. No, that's that's definitely the fucking wrong sound effect. My apologies, grandma. The womp womp. Um, you know what? For older lady, I want to say she was 85, and I know the older you get, the less crowd you're gonna i don't want to say crowd but the people in the serve like at the server the funeral like the older you get the less people are there i feel like you know and for her it was a really good um everybody was there it was like a packed house with congratulations grandma you got a a sold out funeral so that was kind of dope i didn't um her her service is really good and it was my friend's phil rest in peace phil he died he died um about a few weeks ago too and he had a he had a funeral the same week so i was at the the same the same cemetery at forest lawn in pomona i was there monday and tuesday and they had some some pastor i want to say maybe he was like a victory outreach pastor the way he presented himself kind of and when i say that is nobody really spoke about phil like Nobody, I think one person, I think it was his cousin, went up there and talked about his life. 
and the pastor did a whole service, but I don't feel like the pastor knew him personally to talk about him. And I feel like the pastor seen a big crowd. Phil knew a lot of, he knew a lot of gang members. He knew a lot of bikers. And I feel like this pastor is looking out in the crowd and he's seen all these, you know, thugs or gangsters, bikers, one percenters. And he's seen all these people and he said, this is a great time to do a victory outreach service. So instead, instead of him talking about Phil, how amazing he was, how a good person he was, I think he's seen an opportunity and he made it into a service where he saw, he was pretty much saying almost like, if you want to see Phil again, you need to get saved right now. Unless you, cause you're going to go to hell. So if you want to see Phil, if you want to go to heaven and see Phil, cause that's where he's at. If you want to see him again, you have to get saved. And he actually did an altar call. And those of you that don't know what an altar call is, an altar call is when, you know, when if you want to get saved, you raise your hand at church, you go up there, they pray over you, and you know you're born again Christian. That's pretty much what an altar call is. You know, um, it's not like getting baptized, anything. It's an altar call. But he did that at the funeral. He's off. Anybody wants to see Phil again, raise your hand and let's pray and that you get saved. And I'm nothing like, obviously I'm a Christian man, but I have nothing against, you know, people getting saved. You get saved anywhere in the bathroom. Like it'll make a difference. But I always said, it's like a big turn for me being a Christian guy. It's always been a turn. It's always been a big turnoff. Like if you go to a Ram game or to a Raider game or any kind of game, there's this guy always with a fucking megaphone and with a big John 316 sign and I said, get saved now, repent. And that's always, like, to me, like, you turn people off from church. Like, you're a Bible thumper. And I, I, I just feel like that's not a good thing. It's not a good look for a Christian. Like, bro, like, you're making this look bad. And I, I, I maybe I, it sounds wrong and it sounds bad, but that's the way I feel. Like, even with Jehovah Witnesses, you go knocking door to door. Like, like because you knock door to door, even Mormons, like, it's a bad look on your religion. And I always tripped out on Jehovah Witnesses, whatever they're called, Kingdom Hall, all of that. Like, they believe... This is, this isn't a, a a Bible episode, but I'm just saying because I I was just I'm just going off of Phil's funeral, which I thought I would, that pastor was kind of weird doing that, you know. But I'm saying with Jehovah Witnesses, um, if I'm wrong, you correct me. But you can't correct. I'm not gonna read your DM, so it doesn't matter. This is my pocket, your own fucking podcast. But I think Jehovah Witnesses they believe that only a hundred and forty four thousand people will go to the promised land, will go to heaven. A hundred and forty four thousand people will go to heaven, and that's their and that's their belief. And my thing is, if you only if you really believe that only a hundred and forty four thousand people are going to heaven, and that's it, that's it. Only 144,000 tickets are, you know, are that God made, you know, and why would you go knocking door to door telling other people? Like, I will keep it on the low, low, like, shh, don't tell anybody. Like, there's about 100,000 people that got a ticket already. Why would you keep knocking door to door and letting people know? Because somebody might take your ticket. So I thought that was, I think that's super weird. No disrespect to Jehovah Witnesses. I'm just saying that's super freaking weird. And as far as Phil's funeral, I just, it was a, I just thought it, was a, it left a bad taste in my mouth. Like, you know, it was just, it was weird that you're saving people at, um, I mean, I, I think it's amazing. You're doing God's work and you're saving people, but it's, it's gonna, it's gonna sound weird when I say this, but 
I think that was an inappropriate time. And it sounds in a, it sounds weird saying that because there's there's no inappropriate time to get saved and to know Jesus. And I, I like I know what I'm saying, but I just think like it would have been cool if we heard more stories about Phil, what a good daddy is, what a good grandpa is, what a great friend he is. You know, I feel like the pastors took over the show and made it about. He didn't make it about himself, but he made it about, I don't know, it sounds weird kind of saying that. So that was crazy. So Super Bowl is in town right now. Let me um go to the next thing. Super Bowl is in town right now. And they said that ICE, immigration ICE is in town also. And they're saying that. If you're like a, a hot dog vendor and you, you know, you know, you, you leave the stadium, you see all these people making hot dogs and so on. They're saying that um, they're around the stadium ices and they're not going to allow that for the Super Bowl, which is it's mind blowing because I feel like people are coming from out of state like they should get a bacon wrap hot dog. That's part. That's, it's called an LA dog for a fucking reason. And you're going to take that away from them. That's like, come on, you're knocking somebody's hustle. And I'm not one. And, and, and this is weird. Me saying this because I'm not one of those guys that support. I don't support street vendors. I know I don't. I never been a supporter street vendor. I, I'm not that guy. I'm not trendy. I support local like small business. I'll support somebody that put all their savings and all the retirement plan into a business. Like I'll support that because I feel like, I feel like these street vendors and I'm gonna get a lot of shit for this. I know Bobby and Chachi in the studio with me and they're shaking their heads cause they're puro paisa and that's cool. They're first generation people. So I know what they're, they're looking at me mad dog me. I might get jumped. And I'm just saying like, I feel like, these street vendors, they have regular jobs and this is their side hustle, which is cool, your side hustle, but I rather support, I mean, I could support both, you know, but if I, if, if I see like a street vendor and I see like a small shop hot dog place right there, I'm gonna go to the small hot dog store before I go to street vendor, just cause I know, you know, they're going after their dreams. And you know, I know, I know street vendors are trying to make their money. They're, they're just trying to make a living. I get it, but I'm just, I'm not support. And to me, and correct me if I'm fucking wrong. Please, somebody, correct me if I'm fucking wrong. But ever since the hashtag support your street vendor hashtag, and it went viral that they're getting jacked for their shit, and and it and that sucks and that's fucking bullshit. But I want I don't want to go that route. But is it? Am I tripping? Or did they? Or did they raise the fucking prices in the street vendors? You guys are fucking. More, they're more expensive than a fucking store, than a shop, than a restaurant. Like flower five. Flowers always been five bucks off the off ramp. Always five bucks. Now you're ten bucks. These hot dogs. These bacon wrap hot dogs. They're like two. They're fucking eight dollars right now. They're fuck. Oh, they're said They're ten dollars. They're ten. Ten dollars for a fucking bacon wrap hot dog. One. One hot dog, and me and my chick, who's not my chick, we went to a Ram Arizona game, and we went outside, we got a bacon wrap hot dog, not because I was supporting the street vendor, because I was fucking hungry and it was right there. And she gets a hot dog, she's walking, there's like a hundred fucking hot dog fucking carts right there. She asked a Mexican lady, can I get a, a napkin? No, 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 you can't get no napkin. She wouldn't get my chick, chick a fucking napkin, cause, like, because she didn't buy the hot dog off her, like, like, bitch. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna say, bitch, like, you couldn't give a fucking hot, you're that greedy. Like, I know you're not hurting that bad 
where you can't afford to give one fucking napkin to a fucking female that has mayonnaise and fucking mustard and ketchup all over her fucking mouth because she was drunk and she couldn't eat a hot dog properly. Hashtag red flag. Hashtag turn off. <laughs> so she, I was mad. My chick was not my cheese. all fucking bitch. Like she was heated. Like she didn't give me a fucking napkin. I thought that was mind blowing. Like you guys like were like, you know, people are trying to help you out. Help a chick out. With the fucking shit all over her fucking face. It's fucking mind-blowing how, how expensive they're fucking getting. So, you know what? I'm not even sure if I'm mad that you're banned from fucking SoFi Super Bowl now. I might fucking change my mind on that shit. But right now, we got to get a small commercial break. We're halfway through. We'll be right back. Let me give you some dating advice. Are you looking for a special place for a special person for a special date? Well, I'll take them to Garden Bar and Grill located in La Habra and Pico Rivera. Good food, good service. Be there. You seen it. You seen it. Tupac Museum. I can't. I can never say museum right. Am I saying it right? Museum. Bobby Chach. You said it right. right. Tupac Museum. It's open now. It's open. Everybody's going. Everybody's putting their fucking stories. And this is my. Obviously, I'm gonna complain because I complain on every fucking episode. I'm just tripping out. Huh? You guys are so in a hurry to go see Tupac history, but you don't even know your own fucking history, your heritage, where you came from. You don't know about, you never fucking been to um, Museum of Tolerance within the Holocaust, Hollister, Jews, Hitler. Like you never been to the Gettys. You never been to the LA Museum of Arts, but you'll go to Tupac shit. It's fucking like, Tupac's cool, he made his music, but I could give a fuck about his history. I don't gain nothing out of that shit. He made good music. That's cool, Pac. That's dope. I'm not gonna go. I mean, I'm not saying I'm never gonna go. If I, if someone wanted to go and happen to be there, I'll go. I'm not gonna plan around it. I'm not gonna go on a waiting list. I'm not gonna reserve shit. And these are the same fucking people that go take a picture, they'll drive an hour. To go take a picture from a Nipsey Hustle fucking mural and a Kobe Bryant mural and you'll leave flowers there and you do it for the fucking gram. You do it for social media. You do it for the image. You do it because it's fucking trendy. But when the last time you fucking went to your fucking family's fucking cemetery and left flowers there? When the last time you fucking did that shit? It's the same people, like I said, that'll take that, that never visited their fucking grandma. That never been your grandparents, but when you're hospital, you'll take a picture holding their hand with the bracelet on. With the hospital bracelet. You're that same fucking person and you're fucking pathetic. Tupac Museum. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. That's just weird. That's weird. I think there's so much. I look. Our lake alone has over 60 museums you could go to. And you, you've probably never been to any of them. But you want the fucking Tupac shit. And that shit's fucking, that shit's fucking weird to me. It's fucking, it's just dumb. You people are fucking dumb. I'm over that shit. I went to Vegas with my chick who's not my chick. It was pretty fucking good. It was really good as a matter of fact until this happened. 
Chach and Bobby, they never heard the story before, so I'm going to say it out loud. And, you know, I'm going to look at their reaction and, and see what they say about it. So we go to, we went there for Kane Brown, a Kane Brown concert. Kane Brown is a black country singer. He's amazing. He's fucking dope. I'm a big fan of Kane Brown. We go there. He had an opening act, some guy named Chase Rice. His name was Chase Rice. Good looking dude. Hashtag no homo. Good looking dude. He looked like a Bradley Cooper. Straight up like that. So he's his songs are freaking. Google him. Chase Rice. Chase Rice. Google him. So anyways, we're there. He's open. He's an opening act. He, his songs are amazing. He's killing it. Good looking dude. Killing it. And I don't I can't remember the conversation specifically, but I know. I, I said he's probably good looking. Me and my chick were having a conversation. He's a good looking dude. He seems good. He's killing it. Like we should like listen to his music. It got on and on. I go, hey babe, like on some shit. Like, like we can have a threesome with this fool and it's not even gay. I, I don't feel gay saying that, but I'm fucking around. I'm just joking. Like, come on. And she goes, hell yeah. She goes, I just wanna. And she goes this. This is what she fucking tell. This is what she says. She goes, I wanna suck his dick. Dude, it was fun and games. And I'm not like, people call me a sensitive cholo or whatever you want. People say, oh, you know what I mean? And I thought about it. I go, okay, rock, rock. We're at Kane Brown concert. We're at Vegas. Have a good time. Bite your fucking tongue. Don't say shit. Just eat it up. Eat it up. Don't say shit. So I'm kicking at me for five minutes. 10 minutes and now i'm looking at chase rice like fuck you fool like lame ass lame ass fucking wannabe fake ass bradley cooper motherfucker and then i start i'm the type i don't know if i'm the only type i start like a weirdo i start picturing my chick who's not my chick sucking his dick i started picturing it and it's in my head and i'm going nuts so i try to buy and, and, and i just I, I, I can't help it i'm gonna explode i'm gonna fucking explode and i turn around i go what the fuck did you mean you'll suck his dick? And she's all, are you serious? I go, like, not, like, fuck that. What, like, what do you, like, what do you mean by that? And she goes, I'm not even having this conversation with that. You're being weird. That's fucking weird. Like, you know, it's a joke. Like, you're fucking weird. Blah, blah. So we start arguing at the concert. And we stopped talking for maybe about 20 minutes. Awkward as fuck. And country music, there's some love songs going on. And it's not even love songs. They're like depressing love songs. Like heartbreak. Country music is like heartbreak R&B. So I'm, like, she's not talking to me. I'm not talking to her. We're listening to this fucking sad music. Depressing heartbreak shit. And just awkward as fuck, dude. And she and she gets up and goes to the bathroom. I'm going to the bathroom. She just gets up and leaves. And she comes back. She gives me a tall can. And I'm like, okay, like whatever it is. And we started talking little by little and then we ended it but we had a conversation she started saying you know what don't fucking tell me shit don't tell me shit because i was fucking around but you fucking say a lot of inappropriate shit on raffle boys live you look at fucking girls bible oh she has nice hair because you know that's entertaining i'm just fucking around with the with the whole bullshit and i go like so she started telling me shit about the way i act on instagram when i'm live on raffle boys live and she started saying, why well, you do this shit, this shit, this shit, this shit. Like, it's like, I don't know why girls do that. 
Like they hold shit in, they hold shit in for like artillery and ammunition, and then you know, then she's ready to blast when I'm, you know, when I'm dumping on her, she dumps, she's dumping back, and she has all this backup shit. And I go, if that bugged you so much, if that bugged you so much, and that was a thing, how come you didn't fucking tell me from the get go? You wait for months. I've been in Rebel for fucking months. And you wait for now at the Kane Brown fucking concert to tell me that shit. And I think it's super weird. Bobby, I know you're here and you're not running a microphone. But Bobby, um, if you had a girlfriend, Bobby, if you, if you had a girlfriend and a girl told you like, and you're kind of messing around and you said like, hey, and a girl told you like, hey, like I want to suck his dick. Is that kind of disrespectful, Bobby? Low key, yeah. Is it low key or high key? High key. Super high key. Bobby says super high key. So like, I know I'm not, I'm not the only one tripping. The only one I probably want to trip is my boy Chach. He don't trip on shit. Like he, he's like, he's good without tripping on chicks like that. He's like that. And I know somebody else. Oh, high tone. Cause I was telling high tone the story and I was telling him and Steph about this shit that happened. And High Tone goes, and High Tone goes, I don't like. And Steph goes, High Tone don't care what I do. Cause obviously Steph posts these crazy fucking pictures. And like, I couldn't date. I mean, Steph is amazing, but I couldn't date someone that posts these crazy fucking pictures like that. Like, even like, they ordered pizza one time and she put her butt on the pizza, like, for her picture. Like, I don't like, it was just so, it was so weird. Like, I don't even want to eat pizza no more. That's fucking weird. But he don't get jealous for nothing. And there's a lot of guys that don't get jealous. And I think they're girls, like even um Mrs. Brian Gonzalez. Like, Brian don't get mad at her or jealous of her. And I think like, girls will post crazy shit because maybe they are trying to get their man attention. Because at the end of the day, I don't think I would want to date a chick that never got jealous of what I did. Like when a girl gets jealous, low key is kind of like a, I don't want to say it's a turn on, but it's like, oh, like, that's cool. You care. Like you sock me in my face. Like you care, babe. That's dope. Like you really care for me. You know, I think a girl that never says anything, you do anything for me. It's like, like, bitch, do you even fucking care what I'm doing? Like, do you fucking care that I'm fucking leaving heart emoji and fire emoji on these girls fucking pictures? Like, hello. You know? So I think. I know that's super unhealthy and that's super toxic, but that's the fucking way I feel. We're out of time with that. Um, I, I overheard Chach and Bobby talk right now, and they agree with me 100%. Chach even said that was a really bad joke. She crossed the line a little bit, and I think we all agree with that. And I'm going to get a, a text from her this morning about why'd you bring that up <laughs> but like honestly like come on dude it's such a bad joke it's not a good joke like i was like i mean what could like what would a guy say dad want to eat her pussy that's super inappropriate like you don't say that damn look at that chick i want to eat her pussy you can't say that it's so rude it's inappropriate you can say like, oh that girl's good looking huh babe like that's cool you know yeah but i think there's limits to this fucking shit but look at guys we didn't do a tuesday show so i didn't want to go all week without blessing you with my voice. So I did a quick Friday show. Happy Friday, everybody. Super Bowl weekend, I'll be in Vegas this week with my boy Chach. We're gonna have a blast, right Chachi? Yes, right. We're gonna have a blast flying over there. Um, everybody have a great weekend, Super Bowl weekend. Go Rams. I know me a lot of, you know what's funny on Super Bowl? Like, cause there's a lot of parties going on. There's gonna be a lot of fucking, a lot of fights, like guys on guys girls and boyfriends it's gonna be a lot of because uh, there's alcohol involved this weekend is a big alcohol thing so there be a lot of drama going on and the only thing i want to say um, to you guys i'm gonna leave you with this much right now i'm a big ram fan i will never get in a fight with a Bengals fan because he says fuck the rams
Like, I would never do that. I'm not going to go to jail for a fucking sports team. So control your alcohol, relax. And, you know, it's one thing when you say, oh, fuck the Rams or fuck Stafford or like, that's cool, bro. Like, and you could talk shit to another fan, but know the fucking line, not the cross. I'm saying it all wrong, but you know what I'm saying? Like, don't cross the line. That's what I'm trying to say. Don't cross the line. Don't go personal and say, fuck you. Like, just like say, fuck the Bengals or fuck the Rams. Who, like, who gives a fuck? Just, and there were so many fights at the Rams and 49er game. I seen like it was a lot of shit went viral. People went to jail. Some guys in a coma and not might wake up. And that's stupid. Like for a fucking sporting team, fucking retarded. Like, you know, the jail, what are you here for? Oh, I fucked some 49er fan. That's fucking lame. I fucked some Bengals fan up. Nobody fucking cares. So just drink responsibly. You don't have to drink responsibly, but like don't fight for a sporting team. And I know a lot of people are betting. So like you might lose your bet and there's alcohol involved. So you're already in a fucking bad mood. Just think about all this shit. But with that being said, everybody have a great weekend. I'll see you guys Tuesday. We are out.